Well, Happy New Year. Well, almost New Year. No, you could still say Happy New Year. Did you think I forgot about this podcast? I didn't. I was just 100%. I don't want to say lazy. I was busy. I had other stuff I had to get done first before I even picked up this microphone. And then when I was done that stuff, I was exhausted and was like, I won't be able to form words if I were to try and say something. But I didn't forget about it. So I thought I would just like end the year just like thanking everyone. All, you know, like 14 of my listeners. I love all of you. And also just like a look back kind of on the year, maybe. I don't know. But I am like really proud of myself for just doing this. Because it was just a thought. It was kind. Of, it was a joke between myself and my boyfriend on day. Um, we were like, "Oh, we should do one about like Thor and how he talks." Because we'll do like a weird voice that we think is how Thor would sound if he were to like speak. And we would just go off. And I was like, "Yeah, we should. We should totally do it." So then I bought like the little mic that you plug into your phone. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. All about it. Andy didn't. I've had him on the couple episodes. And obviously, we know how those went. He has not been back. So then I was like, well, I should do a recap. And I became obsessed with only murders in the building. Duh. Those are my best episodes. And those are the most fun. Because I really, I really enjoy that show. So, you know, did season one. And then season two came out. And it put me on more of a schedule, which was great. So I think that's half of it. When the show ended, it just, it threw me off because now I was left to my own vices. And clearly the last episode I did was about um, Queen Icon Legend, Britney Spears, and it being her birthday. So then it just threw me for a loop. But then it was just full swing into the holiday season and like... Your girl was busy. I was working both my jobs. And then I just had to make sure I had presents for everyone. And like, you know, the holidays. And I do understand for some people, the holidays are really hard. Or they're just not that into them. I love Christmas. I do love Halloween, but I love Christmas. I love buying a good gift and giving it to people. And um, we did a Secret Santa at my main job and I nailed it I actually got a co-worker who I knew who it was and that that really helped because I know everyone in my department and a couple other people but I don't know everyone everyone so I was just hoping I got one of the like eight other people I work with and I did and I nailed the gift um I ended the The main gift I got was Makeup Revolution did a collab with Shrek and they had a mirror and I was like, well, he wouldn't use the makeup because he he wouldn't. He's not a guy that wears makeup. So I got him the mirror because like he would use that. And then I got him Jingle All the Way, the classic Arnold Schwarzenegger Sinbad Christmas movie. I've seen it, like, once. But I got that. Um, 
And then what else did I get him? Oh, a little Mountain Dew ornament. He he drinks at least like two Mountain Dews a week, if not more. I, I was like, this is perfect. Got that. And then I went to the dollar store and I got him one roll of toilet paper. Like a heavy duty toilet paper. Charmin the Dancing Bears. Do bears shit in the woods? I hate those fucking commercials. But I got him a roll of that type of um toilet paper. And then I got him spicy ramen noodles. Like in the bowl. A box of the whales. They're like goldfish but they're whales. What else did I get him? Oh, and a little a little thing of Tums. Because he has IBS. So, like, I knew this would be funny. It would go over well. My mom was like, is he going to find it a joke? And I was like, yeah, he's going to find it a joke. And my other co-worker, like, mentioned it. I was like, you should do this. And I was like, oh, my God, yes. So I did it. And I nailed it. He loved it. He was like, this is amazing. And when he was unwrapping his gift, he was like, oh my god, is this Shrek 2? Because he thinks Shrek 2 is better than Shrek 1. I like them all. I don't know. And I was like, no. Not thinking, like, I should have gotten one of the Shrek films. But I was like, no, you'll like it though. And it was Jingle All the Way. And he was like, oh my god, I'm going to go home and watch this. I guess he didn't have it on like a dvd copy he had like torrented it or whatever you know he's like a computer guy so he found it i don't know i don't know but he loved it which was great i got candles um i'm not a big candle girly and i'm very specific with my candles but you know they're cute they're great the cinnamon one you don't even have to light and you can smell it just like sitting next to it. So they will get used. And then it was just it was a fun day when we did the Secret Santa. And then for Christmas, everyone loved the gifts I got them and I loved the gifts that I got. It was very appreciative. I only asked for two things. I asked for a new like smart fitness watch because my current one was like slowly dying. It worked with some functions, but not others. So it was like time for new. And I had it for like two and a half years. And I wore it every day, used it every day. So so it was a time time for an update. I got I got an Apple Watch. It's pretty sick. It's really cool. I can do everything from it versus where I would use other apps. Because again, my Fitbit wasn't fully working. I'd go for like a walk. And I would turn it on, connect to the app, and then it would either shut off or it would. It would be on the whole time and, you know, it would record mine and Jeannie's, you know, dog walks. This one I can do it from that. I don't have to use Map My Run. And it's got a bunch of different, like, built-in workouts. It's cool. It's really cool. I can text from it. I can, like, control my phone from it when I'm listening to podcasts so I don't have to, like, take my phone out or go to my phone and do it it's pretty cool and then i asked for the um the shark flex styler i believe is what it's called it's very similar to the dyson but much more affordable 
it's still expensive, but it's not like six hundred dollars expensive. And um, I saw a couple of reviews on like TikTok, and they're very, very comparable. And so I got both of them, and I was really excited. Um, the hair dryer works great with all its little attachments. You can give yourself like a blowout and it just it dries your hair really fast and of course my hair dryer was slowly dying so I was really hoping I got it because then like I could throw my old hair dryer out and not have to worry about it um I remember one time I dropped it wasn't plugged in um my hair dryer in the toilet because I usually would do my hair downstairs and I would keep like this little basket with my styling tools on the back of the toilet and I was getting it out of the basket and I fumbled it and it just fell into the toilet so I let it like dry out and I plugged it in to like turn it on and it was it was no bueno it it was broken so I had to go to like Walgreens and buy a $20 Conair hair dryer and that shit worked great and it like folded up and I had that for years and then I got like a newer version of it and that one worked for a very long time as well I had both because one was really good for traveling because you could fold it up but I use it like almost every day even though I don't wash my hair I do have to like dry the sweat out of it gross I know so like it got it got used so getting the new one was really nice um, I don't have to use a, like, round brush in my hair dryer anymore. I didn't realize, because I was looking, I didn't look hard enough on my phone. Um, you could buy, like, the set, and it would come with all the parts you needed, versus, like, here's the hair dryer, and you pick the three that you want. Because if I had picked, you know, the straight slash wavy hair, because your girl got very straight hair, it would have come with the paddle brush. So I um, bought the paddle brush attachment to go with the other ones it came with. But I got Christmas money. So, like, Merry Christmas. Now I just have to wait for it to come in the mail. Um, I think that's really it for, like... Oh, I, I got to have a three-day weekend with both Christmas and New Year's Eve. Because at my other job... The holiday gets observed on the Monday since it falls on a weekend. I love that. And I didn't have to work this weekend at um, the Dirty Bird. So that's fucking great. I actually have a full three-day weekend. Even though I do work next Saturday at my other job. But I'll take it. That's awesome. I love it. I'm so excited. And then what else did I get? Oh, I got this sick L.L. Bean fleece from my boyfriend's mom it's pretty fucking awesome um everyone complimented it and love it i'm obsessed with it it reminds me of a coat i had when i was a child in the 90s so like perfect love that nostalgia and then i just i got some good other gifts like like a new makeup brush cleaner i got candy i got bob's burgers trivial pursuit no one else in the house really watches Bob's Burgers, so I'm going to have to, like, find a couple people to play it with. I got a crazy cat lady board game. going to have to play that. I'm trying to think what else. And just 
Christmas was great this year. I also hope everyone else had a great Christmas. But on to what, you know, this podcast is mainly, you know, centered around. Only murders in the building. And um, I did watch the SNL that was hosted by both Steve Martin and Martin Short. And I did watch the Beauty and the Beast 30th anniversary um, like special that they did for it. So let's start with, I guess, how they were aired. So I did watch, again, SNL. Um, they opened, they opened with, I forget what they actually opened with, like the skit before. I don't believe either of them was in it. But their opening monologues, that's the word I was looking for. Their opening monologues. They read the eulogies that they would say at each other's um, funerals. And it was really quite funny. I will see if I can find clips and post them. And as they're doing it, Steve goes on to say, like, who would he work with after Marty dies? And Selena popped out on stage and was like, me, you could work with me. And it was really cute to have, you know, our three favorites on the stage together. And then they did a science guy skit that they've done with other hosts as well. And that was pretty funny. Um, I laughed really hard at a SNL short that they did. And it was based off of like a Christmas carol. Martin played Scrooge and Steve played Ghost of Christmas Present, I think. Yes. And he wakes up. It's the morning after, you know, he traveled with the three ghosts. And he wakes up and he's like, oh my God, I'm here. I'm alive. This is amazing. And he goes out on his balcony and, you know, he yells, what day is it? And they're like, it's Christmas day. And he goes to, you know, like get a young boy's attention. And he's like, hey, you, you know, go buy the biggest turkey or ham or whatever at the butcher. And he goes to like throw a coin down and he like flicks it off his thumb. And rather than him catching it, it like ends up lodged in his eye. And it was very graphic, but still funny. And he's, you know, freaking out like, oh, my God, he threw a coin in my eye. What do I do? What do I do? And he goes, no, I didn't. Here, take this other coin and go get, like, medical help. And then go buy, you know, the big piece of meat or whatever I wanted. And it ends up hitting the boy in the other eye. And so now he's double blind, freaking out. And Tiny Tim's like, oh, my God, you're such a bad person. What happened, Scrooge? And just chaos ensues and more accidents seem to happen at the hands of Scrooge and Steve being the ghost of prison, Christmas present is like, I don't know what you're going to do about this, bro. Like, I helped you out, but um, you're all on your own now. And he goes to like close the windows or something and then all this glass shatters from it and rains down on the townspeople as they're yelling up to him. And they all get cut by the glass. It was just, it was so funny. And like, oh, it, w- it was great. I, li- I did like, I did like it. And then they did a like talk show bit with Martin and Cecily. No, Cecily was in it. She played like an ex-girlfriend of his and, you know, said he had like a small penis 
and he did this dance to the tune of like the game show. I did like record a clip of it on my phone. I will, I will post that. It was funny. And he just supposed to play one of those like douchebag guys that can get all the women. And I'm sure if Martin wanted to, he could. He just probably also isn't a douchebag. I don't know. I don't know. I'm assuming he's not. I hope he's not. And then it ends with a father of the bride skit. Because, like, duh. And his eldest daughter is getting married for, like, the seventh or eighth time. And he's like, I don't know if I can afford this. I'm going to have to sell organs. And Martin comes back. And he's playing Franck. And they have um, Bo, I believe that's the actor's name, playing his sidekick that I think was played by like B.D. Wong originally. Playing, you know, his partner in crime, doing the wedding planning. And he's like, we're going to go over the top. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And then... um. I can't think of the brother's name. Macaulay Culkin's brother reprises his role as her younger brother. And it was funny. And they did interstitial cuts with like, remember him? He was her younger brother. Remember him? He's the father of the bride. Remember him? He's the wedding planner. It was it was really funny. And he goes, you know, Martin goes on to tell Steve all the ideas and everything he has planned. And he's like, oh, my God, this is so expensive. And we're going to get Selena Gomez to perform. And she comes out and she's wearing a really cute, like, hot pink outfit with these, like, hot pink stiletto platform heels. I would, I broke an ankle watching it. And it will only cost you $7 million. I don't know. It was going to, it will cost you millions of dollars. And it was just really funny. It was a great way to end the show because that's one of two references you can't not make having them together. It's either going to be Father of the Bride or Three Amigos. And I don't know what Chevy's up to, so I guess we're going to do Father of the Bride and we'll have Selena do it because she's in town. I believe she was in New York to talk like, updates because she is going to be recording new music in the new year and then she did drop two new rare beauty items i bought both she brought like she dropped a new like powder highlighter and i'm not a big highlighter girly but like you know 2023 we're gonna try new things and then like a illuminating under eye concealer which is good because your girl gets bags. Now, I don't get the puffiness from the bags. I get like the purple under eye bag where it looks like I've been punched in the face. Whereas my dad would have like a purple puffy bag under his eyes. I luckily just got the purple part. So I was like, wow, I'm going to. And I use the concealer anyway, mainly under my eyes. And I use her foundation too, again mainly under my eyes so I have high hopes for it I'll keep you posted I'll let you know I realize I need to buy a highlighter brush because I don't have one I only have eyeshadow brushes and like a blush brush and I'm not gonna paint my face so I look like data from Star Trek at work I mean it's a look it's not a look I am personally going for 
But again, I will keep you posted on, you know, how it works. If I love it, I'm sure I'll love it. I liked pretty much everything I've gotten from Rare Beauty. The mascara for me left something to be desired. I do have a mini tube, so I will give it a go again. See if I like it, but everything else, chef's kiss, I love. So I think that's why she was in New York, because she was also on Jimmy Fallon. So I think it was, you know, a catch-up with Jimmy, and then probably releasing her two new beauty products is why she was able to be on the show. And it was great. I loved it, because Steve and her did a, I think it was like another SNL short when she hosted back in May. So it was fun to have them three back together. And I did share on the Instagram. And if you're not following the Instagram, what are you doing? It's something dot about dot podcast. Um, I did post on the stories that the show will come out next year. They're going to start filming probably at the end of this week. You know, let them celebrate the New Year's. They're going to start filming this month, if not this week, in the new year. And then the show is probably going to come out again in like mid-June, July, like it did this past year. So that's what I'm assuming. Again, I could be wrong. It could be a fall release. I don't know. But the article did say it is coming out in 2023. Love it. Uh, The next thing I watched was um, The Beauty and the Beast. Disney's 30th anniversary special and you had her the musician artist beautiful play Belle Josh Groban played the Beast and then Shania Twain played Mrs. Potts Uh, David Allen Greer played Cogsworth And then Martin Short played Lumiere, like, the best part. I will have to say, it's not what I thought it was going to be. They intertwined it with the original movie with certain scenes. And that's probably because it being kind of like a stage-esque production, some of those scenes would not, like, not necessarily translate well, but they might not have known how to do it. Or, you know, like, we're highlighting the musical numbers of the show. So that's what we're going to do. And it was really cool. The idea behind it was really cool. Um, it was a little bit like the movie meets the Broadway play. And they did mention the Broadway play. And all the actresses that got a play bell. They did look back on the live action remake with Emma Watson and it, it was good again I didn't know what to expect so I didn't know what to think and it was great um Josh Groban was perfect for the role of the beast um his episode or episodes on Ally McBeard Beal when he sings Raise You Up uh brought me to tears when I first watched it in the early 2000s also, Ally McBeal is a great fucking show. Clista Flockhart, who is Mary Harrison Ford. Perfection. Robert Downey Jr.'s in it. John Bon Jovi's in it. A lot of cameos. It's great. Should we watch it? Let me know. 
Um, he was great as the Beast. Her, I'm not familiar with her work um, or her music, but that girl can play a guitar. And she can also sing. Um, I don't think Disney music is her forte, but she did a great job. Shania Twain. She is a great singer. I'm not a big country fan, but um, when that one song, Don't Impress Me Much, I think that's the name of it. I don't know. When that song comes on, it brings me to life. I'm not a country fan, but like, it's a great song. Um, she sang Beauty and the Beast, and um, it was not her best work, I'm going to have to say, from seeing other live performances of hers on TV it was it wasn't her best performance um I'm wondering if she's just not used to doing the acting and the singing at the same time but that's just that's my opinion you you don't have to agree with it and that's fine I still think she's a great singer she looked great as Mrs. Potts and then um, Martin Short as Lumiere was perfection. He, you know, did the song Be Our Guest. And obviously it's no Jerry Orbach, but very similar styles in the singing. It was like that talk singing that Jerry also did in the film. And he did like the little French accent, which I feel for Martin probably was not that hard since he grew up in Canada. He is French. Well, he's not French Canadian. He's Irish. But, you know, he was probably sound surrounded by a lot of French Canadians growing up in Toronto. So I'm sure the accent was not hard to do. And he's also an actor. So, duh. Um, it is available on Disney+. Plus. Hashtag not sponsored. So you can watch it there. Commercial free. And it's not like when ABC... Or NBC have done like the live action Broadway st styled plays. Like, I don't know if it was NBC or ABC that did the live action version of Hairspray, which Martin Short was in. He played um, Wilbur Turnblatt, Tracy's father. It wasn't like Grease. It just, it was different. It was good though. If you like Beauty and the Beast, you should watch it. It was really cute. Um, my mom took me to see it when it came out. So I was borderline three or four years old. It was probably one of the first movies she took me to the movie theaters to see. And, you know, I'm watching it, enjoying it, loving it. When the Beast, spoiler alert, the movie's 30 years old. Um, if you haven't seen the animated one or the live action remake, again, with Emma Watson, um, spoiler alert. The beast dies in the end. And so like little three-year-old me is bawling my fucking eyes out. And my mom is like, oh my God, if the beast dies and traumatizes my daughter, I'm going to have to sue Disney because what the fuck? Like, I, I don't know if it's rated PG or G, but like I brought a three-year-old this, what? And then the beast, you know raises up to the sky the big dramatic music's playing and like the shots of glittery gold are shooting out of his fingers and he comes back to life and you know 
he's in his human form and he and Mel profess their love to each other and Lumiere, Cogsworth, Mrs. Potts, cute little Chip all come back to life in their human form and, you know, they live happily ever after in the castle. But my mom was thinking, like, I'm going to have to fucking sue Disney and I don't got that money. But maybe she'd get Disney money. I don't know. Didn't matter. The Beast lived. Um, I was Belle one year for Halloween. My grandmother made my costume. Beautiful. I was also Cinderella for one year. We still have that costume. For if and maybe when I have children. If I have a son or a daughter. And if they want to be Cinderella. Because we kept these beautifully made costumes. I'll let them be Cinderella. Whatever. It's Halloween. It's also called dress up. Get over it. We did not keep the bell costume. The mesh that was used to create the pleats and then the roses attached to it ripped and it kind of got ruined. And I think it got ruined around, if not on Halloween night when I went trick or treating. So it was one costume we did not keep. I do have like photo documentation somewhere. I don't know where and now is not the time to find it. But it was a really cute costume. And I have a mirror, which I did share. Again, follow the Instagram. And I still have it. It still works. I was able to find two batteries and pop it in. And it worked perfectly fine. I mean, the speaker is going a little bit. Still works, though. And I have to find the back that covers the batteries. But it's great. The nostalgia is real. And I love it. I also have, like, a little chip cup I got probably from when Disney on Ice was a lot bigger than it is now and then I have a Mrs. Potts piggy bank um if you put money in Mrs. Potts you're not getting it back because to take the plug out the bottom is like you have to use the jaws of life so I don't put money into the Mrs. Potts piggy bank which I think I also got at Disney on Ice um, I saw Beauty and the Beast Disney on Ice twice. Once when I was much younger, like eight, nine, I don't know, somewhere around there. And then I did see it one last time when it was closing for Disney on Ice. And I was probably in like middle school, high school the last time that happened. Um, I would see it again. I would go. I don't have kids. I'll take I will gladly take someone else's children. If they don't want to. Disney on Ice was my fucking jam. I saw Beauty and the Beast. I saw Peter Pan. They did like compilation ones. I'm trying to think of the other ones I saw. But I know up in the attic. We we bought like the big book programs. And uh, oh, they were great. The 90s and early 2000s were amazing. Children are missing out now. When you could see plays on ice. I know they still have them, but they're not as hyped up as they used to be. Um, well, I think now because, you know, sports, hockey. But that's it for really what was on TV featuring our favorite trio. And then the Golden Globe nominations were announced. And oh, Only Murders in the Building got nominated for quite a few. I believe the Golden Globes air in January, if I'm not mistaken next weekend if not two weeks i don't assume that they will be there if they will be filming in new york 
this upcoming month, but you never know. They will be nominated for the show. The show might be like, go get your trophies. Fingers crossed. They bring home trophies. It was nominated for Best TV Series, uh, Musical, or Comedy. I'm not 100% sure the shows they're going up against. Doesn't matter. I would like Only Murders in the Building to win in every category they're nominated in. Uh, it was also nominated Best Performance by an Actor in a Musical or Comedy. Both Steve and Martin were nominated. I wish both could win. Only one can. I don't know who I'd want to win. I mean, I love Martin Short. I've professed my love for him before, so I guess Martin. But I don't know because they both did great in this last season. Um, it also was nominated performance by an actress in a musical or comedy, Selena Gomez. She at least got recognized by the Golden Globes versus the Emmys where she did not get nominated. She got snubbed. I would love for Selena to win. Um, like I've said before, I never, I never was not a fan of hers, uh, acting wise, because I had just aged out of Disney as, um, Wizards of Waverly Place was airing or when she was on Barney, I was kind of done watching those shows and I had moved on to Bravo Real Housewives. So I kind of skipped that. I did see Spring Breakers. And I have seen some of her other work and I liked it. Again, I was never not a fan of hers. But I think Oma B shows her acting range where she can be serious and she can be funny. She deserves to win. I would assume they are probably again up against like Abbott Elementary and the lead in that TV series, which I believe she won the Emmy for. And I think the show also won the Emmy for as well. It's also a funny show. Stiff competition. And then it was also nominated. I wrote down best TV series, musical or comedy. Again. But, you know, it was nominated. It got at least four nominations. That is great. I'd love for them to sweep. Who knows? It will air. I will come back in the new year with a better schedule and getting episodes out. I do apologize. I'm usually tired by the end of the day or I just forget to do it or I'm busy. It's just I will get better. And then they did win a People's Choice Awards. Um, Selena actually won for Comedy TV Star of 2022 and that's great. She got recognized. We love it. She deserves it. She deserves to, I think she deserves to win the Golden Globe for Only Murders in the Building. I really do. It was great. I don't believe she was nominated for the first season. This is for the second season. I am really excited for this third season. Keep you posted. I do post on the stories sporadically. It's weird. It's wild. You're welcome. And also, do I continue on with the How I Met Your Mother recaps? I'm like halfway through watching an episode and taking notes. I can do it. That does return January 24th, I believe. Season 2, Hilary Duff. She is also a Disney queen, icon legend. You know, could I could do it. Let me know. If you have made it through this whole podcast, I love you. It It's... 
its usual chaotic, unhinged energy. Um, that's the energy we're bringing into 2023. My 2022 was far better than 2020 and 2021. There was a lot of heartbreak and loss both those years. 2022 was rough. Had its rough patches like most years do. But I finally followed through and I got a new job. I love it. It has its days. What job doesn't? But I do wake up and I go to it and I look forward to going to it. It's nice having a set schedule. I know changes are coming in 2023. Nothing terrible. But, you know, I'm here to embrace it. I started this podcast in 2022. Again, I put myself out there. And to all 14 of you that listen, I love you. Um, Gonna be better in 2023 about it. Gonna try and grow the listenership. You know, it's on me. But, you know, if you could rate, like, and review the podcast, share it with your friends, that would be great. That would be amazing. I would love you. I'll send you virtual hugs because I don't like real ones. And then that's really it in 2022. So I'm going into 2023 with just an open mind, as we all should. If you want to set resolutions, that's great. I say set some goals. Make them be realistic. You know, if you want to do the new year, new me, great. I love that. You want to go into 2023 making basic little changes. Awesome. Just some basic little changes I want to do in 2023. Stop eating like an asshole. You know, get back on my game. Holidays are hard. They're hard for everyone. Um, You know, all the sweets, candies, and delicious foods are around. And I'm not going to deprive myself of eating them. But I got to rein it in. I want to save my money a little bit more. The holidays are over. I can start throwing some money into that savings account. What else do I want to do in 2023? That's really it. Eat better. Save more money. Um, Maybe travel some more. I don't know. Those are two things I want to work on. Just have a fun 2023. Be healthy. Do things I like more finish a quilt, like, it'll be great. That's, that's all I'm doing for 2023. And, you know, I hope everyone has a great and safe New Year's. Be happy, healthy, do whatever you want. But again, be safe about it. And just, I want to thank you all for listening. Thank you for being here. Um, I'm going to try and be better at posting episodes. It might become a weekend thing because I know I am free on the weekends. Or I just have to come home from work and do it. Like that might just be, I just have to force myself to do it, get on a better schedule because laziness and tiredness is a thing and you're allowed to do it, but I just got to get better. I'm still rambling. If you're this far, I thank you. Again, please rate, like, and review. Have a happy new year and I love you all. Bye.